What was it like hanging out with Eddie Maguire? Yeah, so are you going to guess the famous person I was hanging out with today? Well, can we do it on the podcast That's or not? not a bad guess. I didn't realise this wasn't the podcast. Okay, well, I just, you know, we can't talk about your job normally, so I was just I was just checking. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, no, well, we can be... Oh, I won't give out any details, but um, I, I did... Uh, I was chaperoning a very famous person... Even more famous than Eddie Maguire. <laughs> that's yeah, that, that's work. Okay, wow. Carl Sanderlands. Not Australian. Internash. 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 Mm-hmm. In I reckon Melbourne. you could get this if you used your brain. Internash origin. As in not Australian. Not Australian okay. at all. No visiting. Visiting. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Um, I haven't been following the Australian Open, but are we talking tennis players? We're on the right. We're on the right track. Okay. Okay. Um, are we talking about that guy? You uh, might get this. Uh, John Favreau. I don't think that's a tennis player. Okay. John. John. The angry guy who threw his racket. John. Oh, John McEnroe. John McEnroe. McEnroe. I wish. John He's McEnroe. The best. Well, he seems like he's got John some problems. <laughs> I was pretty close. McEnroe his... or Favreau? Yeah. I think Favreau's got no problems, maybe apart from his weight. Oh, yeah, Favreau. No, Favreau's lost weight. Favreau doesn't have problems. He's a nice guy. Oh, are you watching the chef show that he's doing? No. he's He is as chunky as they come. When did yeah. they film that, though? Oh, it's on Netflix now. Season three, baby. I know, Check but when out. did they film Netflix. that? It would have been pre-COVID. Um... Yeah, I guess maybe. But what has he lost? You know that he's lost weight in COVID, have you? You know he's, that? I don't know. I was just giving him an opportunity to have improved. I just didn't want you to be right. No, he's not. He's he's a super super fat, but doesn't care. Okay, it's not a problem to him. Um. Okay, so it's not John McEnroe. Um. It's a celebrity that's in town for the tennis, an area famously I'm an expert on. So, this will be easy. Venus, Ven- Venus Williams. Very close. Serena Williams. Serena Williams. Did I actually get that? You did. You actually wow. worked out who it was with no clues, basically. <laughs> That's incredible. I'm amazing. Very, very impressive. <laughs> how? How? Why? Well, we can't talk about that. Uh, we can't talk about We can't talk about it much, but I was... Uh, her daughter wanted to go to somewhere, um, <laughs> and I happened to work there. <laughs> and yeah, she was just hanging out with her and her daughter, and also a bunch of um, uh, a bunch of documentary filmmakers. They're making a documentary on her. Wow! Um, so they were filming everything. It's a documentary for Amazon. Huh. Um, so wait so two years, cool. watch the documentary, work out where she went, and then you'll know where Michael works. Yep, and then come back to the yep. And then come back, come to, back this. to this. So just yep. pause. Pause this episode now and wait until 2023. Mm-hmm. Correct. Well, good was plug, she nice? It? She was shy. Okay. Um, she didn't really want to chat. No, um, I wouldn't want to but chat I didn't... to you if I was Serena Williams. How are you with, like celebrities uh, are you like are you starstruck does it does it does it uh does it depend who they are totally. i was having this chat with a co-worker today because I, I i feel like i'm i'm pretty good with like i don't get starstruck i mean maybe if it was like brad pitt i'd shit myself but yeah yeah most people know uh i it, it is very much dependent on who it is um i had the tiniest taste of it on my old job you know working for Adam and Eve show and everything. And we'd try and get guests in every week. So part of my job was contacting people and, and reaching out to publicists and then, you know, chaperoning, chaperoning guests as they came into studio and that sort of thing. So for most of the time, because the target demographic of our show was younger, the people we get, I weren't like, wasn't a huge kind of crazy fan of anyway. So there was a little bit of ease and comfort with that. Cause you weren't, crazy but yeah i do remember like we went to the finding dory junket and then like ty burrell was just there 
and you just like walk past Ty Burrell in the in the corridor and you're like huh oh the uh, modern family guy the modern family guy and you're like that is an american celebrity mm. that i just walked past and there was like a little flurry of like who i didn't it's have to speak to works, him isn't it I, I didn't have to speak to him. I didn't have any interview questions with him or like uh, it was just the junket. So we were just there to support our guys. So that took some pressure off, but you still felt that like, huh. It's yeah. The celebrity thing is weird. Like you, you don't even, like, even if you don't necessarily give a fuck about someone's um, celebrity, uh, you, they still have, there's still like this, like presence or something like this it might be like the attention that they're getting and like you're yeah. kind of hardwired to to focus and be like oh but there it does i i do i know what you mean like if even if i saw eddie mcguire i'd be like oh my god it's eddie mcguire but like i don't yeah. give a fuck about eddie mcguire i mean i think i had a, a good start early on because we got to hang out with Wilsey so often at well cinemas and that that really prepares you for being in the presence of a top tier kind yeah. of um, yeah. ground shaking uh, sort of experience. Yeah, like a John. Uh, what's that guy from Wolf Creek? Uh, Jarrett. John, John Jarrett. John Jarrett. Yeah, who got cancelled? I think. By the way, he got cancelled. Ah, yeah. Interesting. Groupy. He was on um, Better Homes and Gardens, wasn't he? That's how I. That's how I know that John was Jarrett. John Burke. No, that was Don, Don Burke. No, Don also Burke got was, cancelled. No, Don Burke was not Better Homes and Gardens. He was Bags Backyard. Yeah, he had his own show. I'm sure there was some overlap. <laughs> he might um, have been cancelled too. I mean, a lot of. I, I don't want to double check what Mike Whitney's up to, but there was certainly an era of certain like '90s uh, TV hosts, which seems to have been a little bit questionable. Well, I mean, Mike Whitney looks just seems like a good guy. I mean, these are famous last words, aren't they? But he just seems like a good guy. <laughs> you've he, you've I, always he, said I a hundred percent support everything that Mike Whitney has done, and I you Mike, you won't back hair. down. Yeah, I love Tanya. Yeah, yeah. You remember didn't that like, song that you, met, you wrote? Yeah, I was going to say about did. Tanya. <laughs> yeah, the the timely I Tanya parody. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. So that's that's a celebrity um, spotting. Do you put it down in your journal for the day? Uh, I put it put it in my uh, my brain journal. But do do you know who the who's the most famous person you've ever met? Can you recall that? Or even uh, seen in real life? I don't know. Um, it's kind of hard to think on the spot, isn't it? It is hard Nothing to think, and out. it was like. Like most of my exposure to it was like three years ago or four years ago now as well. So I'm having to cast my mind back a little bit. We did um, all New Zealand. So that's the thing. Yeah. Man. Like All Blacks, Captain of the All Blacks, Ty Burrell. Um, Ty Burrell's big. Ty Burrell's pretty decent. Um, yeah. I don't. It's, it's, it's Modern Family is like the biggest show of all time or something. It was pretty big at the time. Yeah. Um, I made toast. For Rose Matafeo. Okay, what kind? I mean, I don't know who that is, but I'm just trying to yes and you. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. You could watch her stand-up special. She's she's like an up-and-coming Kiwi comic who's now got this like HBO deal, and she's based in London. She's on Taskmaster. Do you watch Taskmaster? No, okay. No, Never what mind. she does wins. Some people what know what Rose Matafeo is all about. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I could actually go back and have a look and try and remember, but it's kind of disappeared from nah. my brain. Yeah. No, don't worry about it. What about you? Um, probably, probably Serena Williams. Yeah. Uh, she's so famous. Yeah. I was checking her net worth while I was walking around with her <laughs> as well. Um, guess her net worth. You just on your net worth, and you're oh, also, also checking she married. Feet. <laughs> <laughs> she's also married to the guy who um, started Reddit. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, what's his name? Alexis Sahanian. Yep, she's married to him or wow. partnered with. Guess guess her net worth. This is we're starting with a seggy, really, aren't we? Guess her net worth. Celebrity net worth. Celebrity net worth. How much is she worth? worth? Um, four hundred eighty million. No, two fifty four. Okay, a lot of money. A lot of money. How much is he worth? 
Didn't check. Okay, so maybe I was just average, averaging the couple, the couple value. It'd be funny if he's the gold digger in that relationship. Well, yeah. 40 million. Ugh, gold digger. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, welcome to D4, everybody. Hey, it's been a little while, and it will be a little while longer by the time I edit this podcast and get it up. So I hope you're doing well. Oh, this is a talky word audio file in which two people just have a chit chat about the state of the world for your benefit. Sitting through the internet with me, Michael. Say hi. Hello. Gave me so much shit for not letting you speak or say things and then you never you never take advantage of that gap. My name is Nick. Hi. Hi Nick, hi. Yes, that's because that you always you always sabotage me on purpose. That you always try and you always try and make it so awkward that I can't say anything. That was just that was just blank space. That was a vacuum ready no, for that, you to fill. That it. one was good. That one was good, but um, okay, thank I you. Was we don't need to say anything like, else. I have further. to be ready for everything at this point. I have to be ready for a hey, Michael, say something inspirational or something. You know, I've like, never Ooh! said that. So if I hey, just Michael, say hello, what's your favorite Chinese proverb? Broccoli. Okay. No. No. Okay. Said vegetable. Yeah. Uh, but there's a bit of a leg. <laughs> Chinese broccoli. Uh, they just call it broccoli. They just call it broccoli. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how you been? You good? I've been quite well. Just just flat out, to be honest. But uh, yeah. not too bad. What about you? Yeah, pretty well. Pretty well. Working on the video game and just generally continuing. Just continuing. Yeah, just life, I love life that. going I love forward. How, how's life going? It's oh, continuing. continuing. Yeah. <laughs> in a lineal fashion. Yeah. <laughs> it you know, is happening. It, it is happening. It was happening and it will continue too. But are we talking about GameStop today? I don't know. What are we talking about? We can talk about GameStop. Let's let's have a I got a few things. Okay. I want to talk about the Army Hammer text as well. Have you oh, heard about yes? this? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Should we start with GameStop? Go into some army. Yeah. I got a. Um, we should. We should talk. Uh... Uh, oh yeah, I've got a GCN thing as well. Very nice. I yeah. love that it's GCN. GCN sounds like so business. So fancy. Yeah, well, GCN is also. GCN. Um, yeah, never mind. You would just make fun of me. Go on. No. Say it. That's Casey's pet name for me. Why? <laughs> no, 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 that's not, no, that's not it. That's not it. Um, GCN is is just that it was the code name of the Nintendo GameCube, and so I actually, I you know, the Nintendo GameCube was quite an important part of my childhood. So um, it's, Giant just, it's just a little bit fun. Nerd. That's what I was going to think of the pet name. Oh yeah, well, it's a compliment, isn't it? I mean, that's the only thing it possibly could be. It's <laughs> the only thing. Um, all this will be deleted. Let's talk about what? GameStop. What? Well, we don't we don't keep all the planning shit in. The planning shit? Why not? Oh, that's the best part. The best. Everyone everyone tunes in to hear the stuff around the content. <laughs> we don't teach people anything. No one. T- people tune in to hear us shoot the shit. They don't care about what we actually talk about. They don't. Okay. No one listens to this podcast to learn something. Well, they should. That's my goal. I want to be the avid uh, Adam Savage of podcasting. I want to be the Adam Sandler of podcasting. <laughs> you already are. Because <laughs> you Good. keep dressing up in such offensive outfits. Offensive? You think that this chicken yarmulke wasn't going to come back on you when the chicken community found out? Oh, chicken yarmulke! <laughs> chicken yarmulke! It's <laughs> not bad. It's not bad. Pretty good. Alrighty, uh, GameStop. Do we assume that everyone knows this GameStop thing at the moment, or do you want a, a setup? What are your questions how about, about it? Right. How about I? How about I give my dum dum uh, impression of what's happening, mm-hmm. and then you you fill it in with actual uh, proper knowledge. Oh God. Okay. Sure. So, so this is my. This is what I as what I understand has happened with GameStop. So GameStop is a games retailer in the United States. Um, 
that it was basically the blockbuster of game re- retailing stores um and it was declined it was it was going out of business um and these hedge fund guys were betting were doing these things called short selling which is basically betting against a business uh betting that it will fail and then they when the business do, when that business does fail or crumble then they collect a big payday yeah so these guys on reddit um caught wind of this and they re- they have a, a bit of a, a soft spot for gamestop um and they went and bought up all their shares and drove the stock price right through the roof um which means that these hedge fund guys who bet against it couldn't collect their their big payday so and they actually in fact lost a lot of money and that's yeah, about as that far pay. as i get yeah okay the short selling thing like i'm, I'm do you have any stocks like any shares are, are you at do all I look like a guy who had stocks? well you kind of could really yeah well hope maybe maybe soon i might invest in gamestop okay probably the now? wrong time now yeah okay um well, then no so the short selling thing is was something I'd heard of, but was pretty foreign until this all kicked off. But the idea yeah. is that you like borrow shares from a broker at a certain price, sell them, then hope that they drop in value so you can buy them back cheaper and then give them back to the right. broker afterwards. And then because you sold it high and bought it low, you've made a profit. Right, so that's what the the hedge funds were doing with this um, brick and mortar retail chain, this this GameStop, um, which because the video game industry has uh, over the past ten fifteen years increasingly become a digital download market where people are just buying games online and having it downloaded straight onto your console's hard drive instead of relying on discs and having to go into stores. It's the whole Netflixification and all of that of um, of yep. the video game industry. These businesses have been increasingly at risk, um, so their prospects were pretty low, and their stocks had dropped really low, and that's why the hedge funds has jumped in and thought, well, it's going to keep going lower and lower, and so we'll borrow all this stock, sell it, and basically have this IOU where we need to hand the stock back, um, and once the the share price drops even more we'll make a whole bunch of money off it um so the the reddit factor of it all was there is this uh subreddit called wall street bets which are basically just a bunch of amateur you know regular people investors and they realize that if everyone invests in a company which these hedge funds have uh, tried to short that they can drive up the value of the stock and then because there's a limited amount of shares these hedge funds have to start buying them back at greatly inflated costs and if they bought it very cheap and now it's gone up 5,000% the amount of money that they're contractually required to pay could be more than the value of their company, which was why they almost went out of business until a couple of other hedge funds basically injected money into the, the business so that they had what was necessary to repay their debts. So they those businesses paid that to the company? Uh, I'm not sure the intersection between a hedge fund and the company directly i imagine they're just working through like a broker on the on the stock exchange just buying shares but that that's beyond my real understanding of it all um okay but yeah so reddit basically had this idea and then it became this huge wave of momentum in which a few people bought stock early and when everyone starts to buy these shares and drive the prices up, all of a sudden you're sitting on, you know, what was $50,000 becomes $22 million in one guy's case, right? The game then is to hold out long enough and not sell 
so that the hedge fund goes out of business rather than cashing in on this value that you have. So the current, um, the, the pressure has been to sort of hold the wall. And now that the value's up, it's trying to corral all of this, you know, amateurs who have just watched their tiny investment turn into legitimate life-changing kind of money to get them to stay there and stick to the goal of bankrupting the man versus uh, cashing in and getting real significant personal benefit. So that's, that's where it's become interesting. Um, so, so what do you what do you make of the narrative? Like, what do you have an understanding of the theoretical reason that this is being put out there? Like, do you know why this people are saying they've done this? I don't know why, but I assume that it's like, you know, fuck the man kind of vibe. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it is. And and I don't know how much of this is universally true. How much of this was the original reason? versus it became a narrative which was then compelling and was taken up by others and and brought yeah. people in as a result. It could have been that just at the start it was a couple of you know gambling types just taking a punt on this thing and convincing people to go along for the ride and make money. But then it was either co-opted by or became about the little man, you know, Main Street standing up to Wall Street and telling the the big banks and the hedge funds which have made billions during the pandemic and all these kind of things to sort of fuck off, you know, taking back control of it um, and bringing, like, I saw some people saying that it was one of the biggest transfers of wealth from the elite class into the mainstream in, in decades. Yeah, everyone, re- everyone really loves this story and it's kind of funny because ordinarily you'd be like, games and stocks most people are like Ugh, yeah don't, you know, don't give me any of that but it's like this david and goliath thing now yeah and pe- that people just love that story literally every website i or news organization i've read has an explainer article <laughs> like clearly the demand to understand what the fuck is going on is pretty overwhelming because everything from video game websites the new york times to washington post and guardian and they're all trying to explain this thing in layman's terms which i think just goes some way to show how abstract the whole stocks and shares thing is really yeah well apparently netflix is already in talks for a movie really they're already yeah they're already um they're already working on making a script. Wow. From whom? Just I like random. Know. Took Someone took a random pitch and, and yeah. I heard that on Rogan, so who knows. Oh, God. But um, the other player in this is um, is the Robin Hood app that people were using to buy all those shares, which yeah. I didn't know you could just do that from your phone. I mean, it makes perfect sense. But these guys, Robin Hood... Famously, historically, maybe not historically, <laughs> <laughs> took from the rich, gave to the poor. Yeah. Which, uh, and then they, uh, what did they do? They, they, they froze. stopped trading. Yeah. They froze, froze trading, effectively bailing out the, uh, the uh, wealthy, the rich. Yeah. They took a lot a of heat from it, like an institutional level. Like what a, what a long term effect that's going to have on their reputation it's pretty pretty crazy uh, there's like what what is, what is their mentality well they Sorry. did have i believe some legal obligations pressure? to be able to again i'm not an expert at this more than i'm not an expert on a lot of the things we talk about but um, i think that they have a, under the securities and exchange commission an obligation to be able to foot the bill or repay the cost of the the shares that they're holding or something like that and so because there was this huge influx of trading and users and things the actual liquid cash they had in the bank to be able to cover this stuff um was was not where nowhere near it's sufficient so i think they might have paused theoretically to get to allow themselves to like have the legally required financial insurance for what was happening with it all but even so it's not a very good look 
No, yeah, I wonder if there's a clause because they're effect they're manipulating the market, which is what the hedge fund guys are now arguing yeah. that this is um, manipulation of the market, which yeah. they have obviously made you know millions of. They've that's basically their mo, as far as I know. Well, it was in the Big Short anyway, yeah. which is which is derives its um, title from short yeah, selling. Short selling, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty funny to watch, and yeah, yeah, you can't the, help but root for these nerds. Well, that's the thing, right? And and uh, the unfortunate thing is that as it became a news story, right, you have to know like that some would be investors were just like, oh, this seems like a sure thing. Like, I'll throw some money at this. It's gonna go up, and then I'll make money. And it's already started to go down again as as it's hit that sort of point where people are like, okay, when's the tide going to turn? Should I get out now while the money's good? It's this kind of game theory thing where, like, in order for me to make the best amount of money, maybe I should stay in, but my greed is going to get me out now and then the value's going to drop forever. Like, it's this kind of philosophical so pe- battle people are already jumping off the um i think people the, the stocks i have a sinking ship today it? well it's it's like a soaring it's like a it's like a a glider <laughs> it's like a, a glider plane and it's up in the air but eventually maybe it's going to come down again right and but it's just remarkable that it got off the but it's incredible it's like the yeah. fact <laughs> it's up there is just beautiful and stunning um yeah but yeah, the, yeah, it's like uh, a paper plane that's just been swooped up with a gust of wind. Yeah, but any latecomers to this trend, right? Who who bought in when the price was high or almost at its highest, they don't have far to fall before they lose their investment, right? And that's that's the kind of worrisome thing, right? If if regular people thought that they were able to jump into this thing and make some actual money off it, and then don't. Uh, it's going to be a bit unfortunate. The 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 the, the most leftist um, take on this all has been, uh, particularly with regards to the Robin Hood freezing of f- trading and all that kind of stuff, was that okay? So it's it's fine for you know the rich upper class to trade and make money and do all these um, deeds and 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 in in basically secret or in in a. a in a field in which the average person has no idea what's going on. Um, but the moment that it, the people try and take it back, it all just shuts down. Um, that, that sort of criticism I think does have some interesting validity. Um, Why is that a leftist take? Well, I, I, I think you saw it um, espoused by people like AOC saying that there should be um, securities commission um, investigations into the behavior of Robin Hood to, to see why they were punishing um, the 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 little guys when they tried to trade in the way that the big guys did. Yeah, it, it seems to me uh, that Robin Hood are the ones to blame for this. Well, they should be the ones at fault in a lot of ways because they they stopped the trade. Like that that seems like the most egregious. Um, little fact to me but i don't really know anything about this but yeah i mean i, I like, think they, they have probably a clause be saying that they they're allowed to stop trading whenever they want i don't know yeah i don't know mm. um i i think that they will be the subject of some investigation because there's too much money tied up in this thing for either governments or um uh, uh like industry funds and things to investigate it themselves i i, I have to imagine there'll be some degree of <laughs> it's not just going to go away yeah Particularly because I think like they there were also other stocks that people were investing in, like an old movie chain called AMC and yeah, AMC, yeah. BlackBerry, the phone maker and and well former phone Blackberry. maker. Yeah, I mean the AMC theaters could actually do something. Yeah, well, and it's, it yeah, has GameStop's GameStop's going to fucking die again. Like you're not going to bring that back to life. The industry has changed, but AMC you could bring back. Yeah, I mean uh, the injection of money into amc has supposedly given them enough capital to ride out the pandemic where they were truly in a sort of a bit of a pickle um they now seem to have 
all this cash which will get them through. So that's kind of a good thing. It wouldn't it be kind of insane and amazing if at the end of all of this insanity in the US people got to go and watch James Bond in a theater because a bunch of nerds decided it would be funny to invest money in them. Yeah. What a hero story that would be. I mean, there there is definitely a movie in this. That's yeah. for sure. But I I just wonder what the what the central character is. Oh, it's, it's, well, do you put there, it in? Do you a... put it in the bank, or do you put it in the the Reddit forum? Like some some guy who's had this idea, you invent the person who created the idea. Yeah, I guess I guess it would be it could be interesting to have it the um the protagonist in the bank, but I'm definitely thinking Adam McKay for this. Well, yeah, he's he's kind of already made this movie though, hasn't he? Yeah. But he's, he makes fun movies. Mm. Should we? Uh, is that? Should we put that to bed? Just uh, let me oh, see. If keep it's... going. Got more? Mm, yeah, I don't know if I have uh, other stuff on this. We can just move on. Get out in a cool hour. Yeah. Okay. All right. I've got a question for you. Okay. As 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 for for a segue. Okay. <laughs> for for a tangent. Everyone, uh, segue incoming. Watch this. Uh, okay. Uh, well, Nick. Um, speaking of stocks. Okay. Yeah. You know what, we were. Yep. You know what? Do you know what also? Do you know what also is is a commodity? What's that, mate? Oof. Spices. Okay, that's true. The spices okay. are a commodity. Also, also starts with S. Uh huh. Also starts with S. You know what else starts with S? Salt. I, okay, you broke up. Did you say salt? I said salt. Okay, yep. Stocks, salt, spices. Uh-huh. Yep, checks out. Okay, yes. I'm not, Question. Okay, th- sure. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, is, this, is a, this is a long segue. Like, normally segues are sort of... It's, it's the in-between part. <laughs> this is starting to feel like Relevant. the segment itself. It's not a segment. Um, also starts with S. Uh, no, this is a, just a question. Okay. So, would you? We were just speaking about salt and spices. Would okay, you rather? Sort of, yeah. Would you rather go your whole life uh-huh. without salt uh-huh. or without spices? Well, what spices? Is every spice all spices? All spices. Any spice? I get no spices. Any spice? Okay, go no without spices. salt. Yeah. What? Yeah. You need salt. Are you kidding me? I think <laughs> I think you got to go. Salt and nothing else. You got to go without spices. You don't get pepper. Salt you don't gives get paprika. You don't get basil. You don't get allspice. You don't get Chinese spice. You don't get chipotle. You don't get uh, chipotle. Uh, is that a spice? Ground coriander. You don't get cumin. No, you don't get nothing. Exactly. All of these flavors. You're gonna throw them away so you can have salt, but only salt. Salt on plain chicken. I think you'd be surprised how much you need salt. You'd be. Of course, you, of course, salt is important in recipes. But if you had to choose between all of them, all I of mean, them, every other spice. Mm, you make a good point. Life's going to be pretty miserable without all those lovely miserables. spices. Miserable. Cardamom, gone. Coriander, gone. Cumin, gone. Paprika, Turmeric. gone. Turmeric, can stay. Twist. Wow. <laughs> Do you, you know, get salt and turmeric? Fun fact about the spice trade: the spi- spices were actually brought to India and Sri Lanka by the British. That that is a fun fact. Is it true? It's true. Well, you wouldn't think it, would you? Well, the so didn't the didn't the what's the Silk Road all about? The Silk Road was spice trade, right? Yeah, but the Silk well, Silk Road's like it's a huge like Eurasia, right? Yeah, yeah, the entirety of that fucking mega continent. The Indians had Indians had no idea what a what a spice was. What were they eating? And they can thank the British for that and colonialism. So, they can. That's one of the many reasons the Indians have to thank the British. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Gosh, so. Uh, they were having the Michael dream of just salt and meat. That's they were living that life. 
Don't say that. You know I love my spice. You know Mikey can't live without his spices. Well, then you chose the wrong option, didn't you, when you said no spices ever again? No, I didn't choose that option. I just wanted you to you consider did. it because you, no, just, you, you, just, you, said... you like kind of dismissed it like as a stupid question. Which it was maybe a stupid it was. question, yeah. All right, favorite spice? Mm. Chili. And Is chili spice? Aniseed, you fuck. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know. Um, mm, 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 spice. Chili's pretty good, but I don't know. Does does that count as a spice? You say if tea? it's chili, is it like mm. I tend to think of it as more of like a actual ingredient because it is a well, real it's a vegetable, plant. isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, so a ground chili definitely is a spice. So you know, you could get away with it, but I tend to think of it more as. Not things you can buy in a plant form. But what is paprika? Isn't paprika also a chili? I don't know what paprika paprika is. Possibly. No one knows. No No one's ever actually looked into this. We just find it on (laughs) on store shelves. I I think it's like cayenne. It's like cayenne. Cayenne's a peppercorn. Paprika. Paprika pepper. Say that three times. Paprika pepper. Paprika pepper. Paprika pepper. Paprika pepper. Paprika pepper. Paprika pepper. Fuck. We both did It's made from the dried red fruits of sweeter varieties of capsicum. So it's like the chili pepper family, but the ones used for paprika are milder with thinner flesh. So it's actually part of the chili chili fam. Great fam. Bell peppers. Paprika is a great spice. Do you put paprika on potatoes very often? I'm not a huge fan of paprika, I've got to say. Okay, let me give you this. Let me, so chop up some potatoes, right? P- put it in a bowl, mm-hmm. bit of olive oil. Sprinkle of salt. Sprinkle of white pepper. Uh, crush up some garlic. Mm-hmm. Or I'm um, just use dried garlic if you've got like a, a garlic powder. And some paprika. Stir it around a little bit. Throw in the oven tray. 20 minutes. Oof. Mwah. Oof. Mwah. Oof. Mwah. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's what's in a potato though? Is there any any nutritional value in a none. potato? Zip. Is there none? Useless. I said, why am I eating a potato really? Because they taste good. Everyone loves potatoes. What are you talking about? You know what else that tastes good? French fries from McDonald's. What do you think that's made of? Probably not potato. Now that I say it aloud, probably reconstituted <laughs> <laughs> like but, goat hooves. But that's kind of my point. If I'm gonna have a potato, I'll just have a French fry from McDonald's. Or you could have something which is better than that. No, I don't like potatoes. Nor do I like paprika. So I'm not gonna. You don't like potatoes? Not a huge. Like, what's wrong with you? I'll I'll take a. We have a segment called Chip Chat. I mean, it's not. I don't do that segment because of my love for chips. Why do you think I do comedy? Well, (laughs) if it's for the love of comedy, I've got some bad news because it's. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it makes us laugh. Yeah, true. And that's about that's it. the point. And it makes other people very annoyed. Very unhappy. But you which is do funny. love chips. Oh. You are a genuine chip enthusiast. I do love chips. It's a great time for chips because <laughs> because um they they bring they're, they're really clutching clutching at straws now. These chip makers, so they're making like Lamington chips, hot cross bun chips. No, really? Oh yeah, it's chaos over here, Nick. Lamington Maybe you don't have it in chips. New Zealand. It was Smith's. I'm pretty sure Smith's I sent out your photo. Lamington chips. My God. Hot crust bun chips. Oh, I I have to try it. That's you that's would. pretty good. Also, Easter coming up. You must be happy. Hot crust buns. Well, I keep arguably the worst cake of all time. Un- unbelievable that you would say something like that to it my is. face. I'm sitting right here. I yeah. my um my supermarket across the road makes hot cross buns throughout the year. It made them in like October, so you can just go across and get fresh hot cross buns, and that's because they are a beloved cake that everyone wants. Well, I'm start I'm starting to. I mean, I know that I'm in the minority here. I watched a documentary called Donut King the other day about donuts. They were saying in America, the average person eats 31 donuts a year, and I was like, I. The last time I ate a donut, probably five years ago. And I've never thought about donuts. Donuts suck. If I, I was going to have a donut, I'd have like a small slice of donut. I probably eat 24 donuts a year. Are you serious? Yeah, I probably, eat two, two, I probably a, eat two a month. Two a month. Yeah, probably. Two a month. On average, Like a big yeah. one? 
like a Krispy Kreme or what are we talking? Uh, no, no, I don't. I don't need them to be that sweet. No, not not the Krispy Kreme all glazed and everything. Either the cinnamon donuts. Oh, I'd probably yeah. The cinnamon ones are smaller, but yeah, I, I'd eat some of those. Or there's this great place called Panadero's around the corner, which is a Filipino bakery, and they do some amazing Filipino donuts, which are just very good. Custard right. Field or Ube or. Uh, chuck brownie on top some with a lemon cream like they're not so sweet that it's unpalatable and you're just very satisfied with one oh well this that's what this documentary is about is about how the cambodians actually brought uh donuts to uh the west coast of america and dominated it they're cambodian cambodian and there's one guy called ted um opened up a donut shop it went gangbusters and then he just kept bringing over cambodians his his sponsoring his fellow cambodians and like uh getting them to open up donut shops and that just exploded it but was like are donuts selling... from cambodia or is this just a specific sort of immigrant story um i think they had their own version of donut right and then they kind of americanized it for the for the palate of americans gotcha yeah. Interesting, Doc. Yeah. Okay. Don't is that on Netflix? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, don't know where it's from. Right, <laughs> so you downloaded it illegally. Uh, <laughs> I don't... I can't remember. Okay. That's I can't remember. I don't think I downloaded it illegally. Okay. What's your favorite spice? I'll take a cumin. Cumin. That's your final answer. Very versatile. It spans cuisines. Mexican, check. Indian, check. African, check. Um, okay. What else is there? Asian, check. It's in all of them. <laughs> what, was, <laughs> what was funny about that? <laughs> I don't know. Just the general, general phrasing and concept, I suppose. I think the hair's making me all Kramer-esque. Like, you do <laughs> look a little bit, yeah, like you touched an electric fence. Yeah! <laughs> I dribbled it all over my t-shirt. Oh, okay. Can I get another beer and then we'll come back to this yeah. nonsense? Yeah. Hello, Deep Fort listeners. How are you? Sorry, we don't really get much time together. And Nick's just here, so I just thought I'd take the opportunity to say hello. Um, I hope you're well. I hope you're doing well. Uh, I hope you're you're happy. Um, yeah, I hope your 2021's starting off well. You know, it occurred to me the other day that I've never seen Nick cry. And I don't think he's ever seen me cry. We've known each other for 12 years or so. And I thought, I'd like to see Nick cry. Interesting. I wonder where the last time he cried was. I bet the last time he cried was maybe six. Oh, he's here. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hey. Hey, man. What's what's up? Nothing. Just talk, just having a quick chat with the old uh, <coughs> old fans. Okay. Well, the old fans. I sure hope I don't have to edit this episode and hear something sort of untoward on your end of the audio. No. Okay, well. It was pretty toward. How was your birthday? Oh, of course. Um, Yeah, thanks for that. Um, That was weird. Um, But it was fun. Thank you. Um, So Nick got me... Nick, the, I think it was last week, he sent me Already messages. Forgotten. Unbelievable. <laughs> I get a lot of packages. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, last, last week, Nick uh, started sending me from about uh, 10 a.m. my time. Started sending me messages saying um, we'd be talking, chatting, texting. And he'll tag sexting. on the end of it, happy birthday. A little sexting. Let's just say happy birthday. The first one, I'm like... All right, weird. Didn't address it. He does it again a couple of hours later. I go, I think I, for the next one I was like, okay, he's just being a bit, doing a weird Nick bit. I said, thanks. 
Then he says a couple of hours later, it's a long day, but already at nine p.m. He says, uh, "How how have you been spending your birthday?" By this time, I'm like, "Okay, fine." He's just, I'll just go along with this, and I think I said something like, "Yeah, it's been the best day ever," or something like that. Then I come home at six p.m. There is a package, beautifully wrapped, at my doorstep. And I look at Emma. She gets a lot of packages, way more than I do. Uh, and I say, "This, this, this surely is for you." And she goes, "No, it's it's for you." And I go, "What the fuck?" So I open it up, beautiful ribbon and everything. And inside, there's a card. It's a gift hamper, some espresso martini mix, some chocolates, some nuts or something. I don't know. And a card saying, "Happy birthday, love, LS." Very sweet gesture. Nick Shadel. Yeah. And um Very sweet. There'd been a lot of lot of complaints about not getting anything for the one fiftieth. A lot of complaints. Not getting any Christmas presents. And here I was yeah. just sitting, just you wait. Who's gonna remember your birthday when you didn't even remember it was your birthday? Because no. what was your birthday? It was my one gigillionth birthday. Second birthday. My gigas gigasecond. Your gigasecond birthday. One gigasecond. One gigasecond since the 23rd of May, 1989. A gigasecond is, of course, a one with a lot of zeros afterwards. I should probably know. (laughs) One with nine zeros? No, that's a billion. Yeah, well, how many seconds do you think happen every day? Yeah, one billion seconds. You turned one billion seconds old last friday and i had it in my calendar a billion seconds you've been alive for a billion seconds 31.67 years so if i started uh counting from the moment i left the womb Uh one two yep three i would have gone to a billion like last wednesday yeah that's funny that's that's a great way of putting it that's actually very (laughs) informative as to how much a billion is yeah that doesn't seem right you think it should be longer or shorter if you spent every second of every day since you were born yeah that's how big a billion is and then okay if you if you told me there was a billion seconds in a day as a fact i would have been like oh (laughs) here's here's my way to bring it bring it all back right um Stocks and shares and finances and 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 the market, right? There are billionaires out there. Like I don't think it is very easy for people to realize how much a billion dollars is, right? It's only when you break up a billion, a one with nine zeros after it, into something like you could count for every second of your entire life, and you would be thirty-one point six seven years old before you hit one billion. For people to get a sense of the scale of how much that is. And then it's like Jeff Bezos, you know, what's his net worth? $200 billion? $200 billion. Well, yeah. I mean, I think he's made enough now to safely retire and live in a little bit of comfort for the rest of his years. Maybe have another divorce while he's at it. (laughs) Too soon. But, yeah, um, I just... I, I. I think that some of those numbers, when they get to that scale, you kind of lose the ability to appreciate it. But look, I, I thought appreci- it was nice. Do you know why I thought it was nice? Because it was obviously like kind of a joke, but also birthdays are kind of arbitrary in themselves. And this might as well, you've just picked another arbitrary, you know, statistic or yeah. a way of counting. So yeah. I appreciated it. No, it was a real birthday. It's just that we celebrate birthdays in years normally, and I was celebrating it in seconds. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean that's how I'm gonna. That's how I'm gonna celebrate all my birthdays. So, in another. Cool. I never know, 30, have to. Yeah, I don't years. have to get a present for you for the next thirty-one point six seven years. I'll be sixty. Uh, sixty-two. In regular Earth terms. <laughs> These aren't or, space or seconds. <laughs> Speca- seconds come from space. Yeah. Oh, yeah. can I ask you one question? Speaking of that. Oh, actually, no. Fuck it. Well, that is one question. 
Yeah, I was because I was about to say that's already a question, but then you gave up on actually asking the question. So if you actually you said, did, if you actually if you actually said it, it would have been great because then I would have been like, all right, cool, and then we just never got to it. <laughs> oh, missed opportunities. Um, how do you feel about uh, some GCN? Yep, I would love some. Is it hot? Is it relevant? Is it now? Oh, is it fresh? It is hot, relevant now, fresh. And sexy. It's a sub, sounds like a Subway sandwich. George. 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 Oh, fuck. Fuck. Sorry, I fucked it. I, I fucked it. I fucked, it, it, I fucked it, it up real bad. I fucked it too. Okay. I fucked it too. I'm sorry. I threw myself off. I took a, I took a beat. I was trying to like sync with you and then I was like, why am I doing this? I just need to stick my own rhythm and I'll fix it in post. But it got, yep. I got in my head. It's hard not to get in your head when you go, I'll turn down the volume. How about that? I'll just mute myself. Okay. Well, no, you'll forget to turn it back on again. No, I won't. Because okay. I'll, I'll need to. I'll just re- mute it on my computer. Okay. Three, two, one. George, 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 George Clooney, George, George Clooney, and you. Watch out for that tree. Oh, you sang it. That's a little bit groovy. I could hear you that entire time, so I don't know why that works. Oh, yeah. I just realized that. <laughs> My first thought was, you could hear that? Beautiful yeah. melody? Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, this is, I've had this one up in my uh, back pocket for a little while, but it is a bit delightful. Okay. So, George Clooney. George Clooney News. Everyone knows the favorite segment. Uh, we just check in with what our f- old mate Clooney is up to. Just see what's what's happening. Now, traditionally speaking, okay. we would Google and see what's in the headlines. But I've brought this one from home. I brought this one. I made it earlier. I um, packaged it up. And now we just get to enjoy the fruits of our labor. Search not needed. Um, this was a tweet uh, that came out from the end of last year. George Clooney, if you had to, if you had to pick an adjective for him, what, what sort of adjective would you throw out? What comes to mind when you think Clooney's? Smarmy. Smarmy. Okay, <laughs> that's very unconventional. <laughs> I think, I think that was not. It was definitely not the what I was hoping. Right. You would, I was hoping it's sort about of teaming charming, up. Charming. No, no. Would you call him handsome? Yes. Okay. Well, I don't know why it very took like four ex- attempts to get there, but okay. He's the most handsome. Man. He's he's a pretty man, right? He's known for his looks. You know, men and women the world over, they they fall to their feet in front of him and prostrate themselves as at the idol of his good looks. I see you thinking about it. Don't make the joke. Uh, <laughs> how about how would you feel if I told you that he has been cutting his own hair this entire time? Wouldn't I'd call you a fucking liar. Well, Michael, prepare to scream in my fucking face because my, George Clooney has been cutting his hair for the past 20 fucking years. Yes. And. Out of the house. And. So this was in an interview with CBS Sunday Morning, the end of last year. Not only has he been cutting his own hair for decades, he has been doing it with... A TV channel shopping network gadget called the Flowbee. Have you ever heard of a Flowbee? No, but I wanna. A Flowbee is a vacuum cleaner clipper where you shave across your head and it <laughs> sucks the hair out How as you, you cut this? it. F L O W B double E. George Clooney has been cutting his own hair for 20 plus years using a... It looks like a vacuum. It's a vacuum cleaner clipper. I mean, I can see... I guess I can see how it would work. You type in the... I guess you type in the um, the, the clip that you want and you just keep going around. Yeah, you would just set a, set the length, give it the once over, no mess, no fuss... Keep it nice and tidy. And have you been cutting your own hair? Mm. I've been cutting my own hair for 25 years. So it has nothing to do with quarantine? No. 
Look, I have, my hair's like really like straw, you know? And so it's easy to cut. You can't really make too many mistakes. So years ago, uh, I bought a, a thing called a Flowbee, which when we you were did kid, not. when I was a kid, yeah. The infomercial, the yeah, Flowbee. This ingenious device lets you give yourself and family perfect haircuts every time. Yes. It comes with a vacuum cleaner yes. and the clippers. Yeah, I still have it. Stop it, you don't I, use it. My haircuts take literally two minutes. I go, is, is, the, the, is this Floby? Yeah, it's Floby. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah, listen, man, it works. Floby. Yeah, Floby. <laughs> He's so excited that is about unbelievable. it. unbelievable. He's so funny. He's so, so funny? excited about it. He is a fucking multi-millionaire. It's like a Hollywood A-list. Seinfeld. It's like it, speaking of Kramer, this is a Kramer invention. This is a Kramer invention. Yeah. What if you didn't Kramer, have to like clean up your own hair after shaving? We'll put a vacuum cleaner on it. Exactly. This is unbelievable. And he's got great hair. Well. He's got no one would have looked at him and thought, you know what? That guy used a vacuum cleaner on that. No one. And yet for twenty five years he has been using an infomercial hairdressing product and got away with it. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Wow. I want a flow bee now. See, now you've, you know, celebrity endorsement. How much do, how much do they cost? <laughs> I don't know. If we'd bought stocks before the uh, the Clooney announcement, we could have made some money. Flow bee price. 129. Close. Very close, Nick. What the fuck? 125. Okay. Basically. I'm sure yeah. it exists for 129 somewhere. Yeah, well. Um George motherfucking Clooney. Wow. George Flo Floby. Floby Clooney. Clooney. That's a, that's a, that was such a good GCN. It's catching on. People are saying it now. Really, it's really good. <laughs> if you want more of this kind of shit, there's something wrong with you, and you should go to a doctor. But regardless, there are plenty more episodes where they came from. There is in our podcast feed. Go and grab them. But there's also lots of discussion and stuff on the Facebook page. Facebook.com slash deepfort. Twitter.com for notifications. SoundCloud if you want to hear our Christmas carols and jingles. Instagram has all of the latest goss and pictures of spiders up close. And you can rate us on Apple Podcasts. Just give us five stars or a little bit of a review and, and help us get by in the world. Oh, and well send your said. questions and comments to deepfort at gmail.com and we will check the mailbag and respond to them. Yep, hit us up on Gmail, Facebook directly, Instagram, whatever, we'll read it, nothing comes in. Um, I just want to give a quick shout out to someone called Nathan McDonald. He, I saw him last night, he's an old kind of friend. No, he's not old, but I know him for, for a while. And he's complained to me that he's listened to every... I haven't seen him since the during the pandemic and he was like you've been giving all these shout outs to people uh and i've been listening to every app oh. um and i never got a shout out and so i just want to give out a shout out to nathan uh because he's uh he's a nathan. very good very good dj one of the truly one of the best djs i've ever seen in my life you know um, what you know what i think um he has failed to appreciate is that we've been waiting for a special moment to give nathan a personal shout out and that yeah. getting called out with like a bunch of other plebs, probably feels a little bit less special um, than getting Red sort carpet. of a center stage, um, you know, a big deal sort of moment. Yeah. Um, and if you want a shout out to... It'll <laughs> be to, uh, $25. Uh, <laughs> did, you, did I tell you that I went to a nudist beach? No, you did not, Michael. I went to... No, no, a, I don't want to know. No, it's fine. Yeah. All right. Have you got anything else to sister. talk about? I, I went with my sister. <laughs> make it interesting. Yeah, no, see, now you've hooked me. What? What? Tell me more. Well, we stumbled into it, obviously, but we, we were looking for a beach. We went to go to Bell's Beach, which is a very famous surfing beach, but too many people there. And mm -hmm. Laura and I are both looking for a very... Very, we have a very strict criteria, criteria when it comes to the beach. We both love going to the beach, but there has to be big waves. Big, I don't, none of this like Are you uh, going in the bay water? shit. Yeah. Okay. So why do you want big waves? Just to feel alive. Okay. Just, just like to, to float feel... up and down in. You're not surfing. 
Not surfing, just what it looks like getting tossed around and stuff. <laughs> you okay? So just I don't want to just. You're not in a wet. I don't want to wait in a wetsuit. You're not bringing a board. You're not. No. You're not. You just what you want to do is swim. walk out into the water and have to fight against current and yeah. be thrown up and down and all over the place. Yes. Okay. And we both want that. We both want that. Okay. Um, that is so bizarre, that one... but okay. Is it? Just an odd thing to want. You know, the number one it's... thing when I look for at a beach, big waves. Oh, you're a surfer. No. <laughs> I just like the sound. You know, it's kind of funny because someone else had a similar reaction to you. And I was saying that during during lockdown, when we couldn't really go anywhere and I was doing lots of walks, there's a big highway near us and like you can walk over the overpass and I would just stand there and just like to feel all the like traffic. Like there's like six lanes of traffic just go woo, going underneath you. And it was the same kind of feeling like this, like, like this is like excited feeling. And I, Do you know like how many people thing. thought you were about to kill yourself? <laughs> When you see just a single man by himself, not moving, <laughs> staring over an overpass into six lanes of traffic. Do you know how many people went, oh my God, oh my God. And then just drove past and they're checking in their rearview mirror. And they're like, oh, well, I, I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything. They're should I call the, should I call the police? No, I don't know. The what could they would do? have given away that I probably would have had a big smile on my face. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, like, oh my god! Is oh no, he's happy. He's really, he's <laughs> loving it. They probably did, you know. Anyway, and uh, so we went to this, and uh, yeah. Anyway, so we want to go to Bell's Beach, and too many people were there, so we went to the one over, and we saw, we saw it from the cliff edge. We we're like, oh, there's not many people there. Let's go to that one. Um, and so we went down there, and as we, there's a bit of a trek. It's like you know about a. You have to park and then it's like 500 meter walk and then you get to the beach. And as we're walking down, just before we get to the sand, it says nudist beach. And it's got like a sign and saying people are allowed to be nude here. And we're like, ah, God, that's why there's no one. Looks like there's no one down there. Do we want to go anyway? Yeah, let's go anyway. So we walk through. It's not compulsory for you to be nude. Well, it's not compulsory for you to be nude, but as we learned, we felt like the nude. We felt like being nude. We would feel like having clothes on. We were the nudists in in like real life. You know what I mean? We like yeah, you felt, felt like shamed. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the, as we walked onto this beach, there was a huge congregation of almost exclusively men, um, and almost exclusively over the age of fifty, just standing around. You know, like they would at a barbecue with their beers and stuff. You know, just talking to each other, but just with their cocks out. And by the way, this is at a beach, not a particularly warm day. Mm. Everyone's got raisins. And they're just standing around, just talking to each other. And so we're like, okay, we're trying to like not make eye contact with anyone. Or, you know, dick to eye contact. And we're trying to find like a secluded spot. And we found, we managed to find one. There's probably about 30 nude guys, just all congregate. They've got their intent and stuff. We found a spot, you know, about 100 meters away from them. And then these guys, they're just going for walks. They're just like, they're in groups of two. Um, They're just going for walks. And then they'll just turn around and come back. And we realized that they're kind of just like, they just, they just like, they must just like the feeling of, of walking, yeah, nude. You yeah, know? I don't know what they're talking about. Like they're all talking about. So, so how long have you been a nudist for? Like, no, like, surely not. They all know each you... other, right? Well, I don't know. It's not like you just set up a barbecue and like, well, come on over. But then, yeah. But then I'm like, so all they what they have in common is the wanting to be nude thing, which I get. But is it? There's got to. It's hard not to feel like there's a sexual element to it. Yeah, are you, are you getting gay vibes? Do they do they feel like they're well, they're I all in I relationships? No. no, I mean they kind of just look like uh, many of them look quite like well to do. Like they'll have. What's funny is that they're almost all of them they, wearing hats. They're all naked, but their top hats on. 
they're, but they're wearing like nice, like kind of fancy fedora things. Okay. Um, and no, no women. Like there's like maybe two women there out of thirty. And then all of a sudden they just went for a mass walk all together. They went for a big walk down down the beach all together. And we never saw them come back come back. And we were there for like three hours. Weird. Maybe they felt put off because look, if you're in that situation, you're on a nudist beach and two people come up wearing clothes, the only conclusion is you're perving on them. Well, that's the thing. Like you really don't wanna Feel you don't really don't want to. Did you take your top mm. off? Were you oh, like, yeah, did you yeah. take a halfway step? You're just like, I'll show some skin. Well, I was with my sister, yeah. Um, so I, but she's I, seen I, it all before, she has. Yeah, you're right. She's gonna hate me saying this. Someone's <laughs> gonna tell her, Emma's gonna tell her. Um, <laughs> Emma doesn't listen no, to I, this. I had you know, just like my bathers on, but uh. Didn't didn't go nude. Maybe next time. But saw a lot of dicks. A yeah. lot of dicks. Yeah. Um, and dicks aren't particularly nice to look at. I gotta say, yeah, I'm, you know, they, you know, they kind of they're kind of aggressive looking. <laughs> Why? Why were they aggressive looking? Do they have like angry eyebrows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, they're just like I mean, it must be like the amount of exposure I've had to because I've I haven't seen many dicks in my life. I've seen like you're <laughs> reacting, you're reacting like uh, secluded tribes reacted to seeing the first white person walk onto their uh, territory. They're like, "Whoa, haven't seen one of those before." <laughs> should we? Uh, should, well, I don't know what to do. Do I? Can I go touch its hair? <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I'm just saying, it was, it was, you know, maybe you just need to normalize I it. I need to see some more. Maybe have some yeah. internalized shame. Well, that's definitely true, but I don't know about the penis thing. But we'll probably go back there, i got to say, because it was, it, was, it was actually quite quiet. I mean, everyone's <laughs> too scared to go down there. So we actually were talking about going going back there just because it was just a nice quiet beach, <laughs> yeah. with big waves. Yeah, the big waves is obviously the key thing there. That was your takeaway from the visit. Oh, mm. the size of those waves was just <laughs> unbelievable. I couldn't take my eyes off the the water. <laughs>